Now we're live. Welcome back to another Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast brought to you by our title sponsor, the Kubota dealers of South Dakota. Whether it's tractors, mowers, utility vehicles, construction or farm equipment, Kubota's got you covered. Now with nine locations across the state of South Dakota, there's always a dealer nearby. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Jackrabbit podcasts are also sponsored by Culver's of Brookings in Watertown, the home of the Butterburger, Jackrabbit Central, the best place to get your jacks gear, and the best sports bar in South Dakota, Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. Without further ado, here is the A-Team. All right, and we... Chad, you all right? Dallas, you all yeah, right? I bumped, I, bumped my, <laughs> I bumped one of my cords. I think it's the one for my microphone, like with my thumb, and it like shook the whole computer. But, okay. Yeah, I was just well, reacting to him. <laughs> I think that we, you guys probably didn't even notice the whole thing shake. But... I thought there was like an earthquake in Hartford, but yeah, we're. No, it's just me fat fingering something again. <laughs> My ape arms. All right. All right. Well, we're back. The Jack Herbert <laughs> Illustrated Podcast, A Team Playoff Edition. And we are definitely coming off a bye, a little rusty here. So even though we had a show last week, what am I talking about? Um, but first, I uh, got to thank the Kubota dealers of South Dakota. Um, these two know, and the yeah, the yeah. B team, the B team spoiled it a little bit, uh, but I got my snowblower hooked up to my tractor. I am ready, and I She's feel a, a little bad because ever since I hooked that up, it's been snowing. We've had snow. Yeah, thanks, dude. Every day, so oh, it's your fault. It, it's my fault potentially. I didn't this. know this. It's like washing your car. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and but then you're again. all like downplaying how cool it was. Like we're all Midwestern dads, except for me, obviously. Yeah. But Midwestern guys will say, <laughs> and "You're like, yeah, it's kind of some old people snowblower stuff." <laughs> we're all like, "No, man, that's awesome." That's no, awesome. it's gonna be great. I'm I'm excited for it. So, um, and again, as I've mentioned this before, I am not uh, mechanically inclined. Like any uh, anyway, in any way, I'm not like Chad. I'm not building a barn. And I would, wow. can even do this. I even got the snowblower hooked up in about 10 minutes. Uh, no issues. Uh, got the loader taken off. Got the mount on. Got the snowblower on. Tested it. It's great. I'm excited. Bring it. Bring on the snow. Let's go. Hey, uh, uh, how many horsepower is that bad boy? Uh, 28, I think. So nice. John Collier's on here. He'll this. correct me. But. That should throw the snow. <laughs> yeah, should be good. So one housekeeping thing before we get started here. Uh, the Jacks did get a commitment today, uh, a kicker out of Kansas with a ton of FBS interest. Um, and his brother, I guess, is the kicker at Iowa. Our old friend that used to write for uh, you and I, Elliot Claw, messaged me and said, uh, hey, his brother kicks at Iowa. Great family. Oh, no so, yeah. Cool. And kind of a fun, fun fact. This is our fourth Jack or Jackson of the class. So... Um, but that's kind of confusing. So did, yeah. did I, or did I not see, wasn't there a commit from South Carolina or something that just confused the heck? All right. I'm looking this up, giving the look that you're giving me, Matt, I'm going to look this up. Well, we had the one from Alaska. Yeah. It's a, who's who's hundred percent, not a barn for the record. Well, you guys, I forgot to mention this last week. Cause we had Kevin on the kid from Alaska. He was like the Alaska Gatorade player of the year as a junior and then kind of got hurt this year. But after his season ended or after he got back from his official visit, he went grizzly bear hunting on this island there and he killed like a nine foot bear. I was reading a story about it. It's yeah. Like what a cool guy. I can't wait to get this guy. PSA. If you're going to eat bear meat, make sure you cook it all the way through. You don't want Mm -hmm. to. Mm hmm. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Marshall says Florida. So we don't have a commit from Florida. Who is it, yeah. Kevin? You posted, you were stone posted the one about that. Lance fast Eichen, I hope I said that right. Sorry. That's what it would be in Augusta, German. He's from North Augusta, South Carolina. And I think I did see one from North Augusta, huh. South Carolina. That sounds right. I'm missing something then. Is this the I kicker? know I'm not making I... this up. Huh? North, hey, Kevin. North Augusta, South Kevin. Carolina. Boom. Kevin, <laughs> nobody cares about JSD. All right, the same as the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got to check this out. I must have just seen this wrong. My how bad. Rev, how you doing today? It's okay. 
We all make mistakes. See, and 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 Glenda. Oh, I'm sorry, Mostic. I'm sorry, Mostic. Bad, bad eyesight. Uh, she says you're not you're not hallucinating. Thank you, Glenda. I appreciate that. I feel much better now. All right, and this is not Even to make Anderson's you feel bad, Matt. I just you know what? It's not... Oops, sorry. Well, I'm trying to figure out. Huh. Interesting. Right. We we well, are just doing live. Well, well we get our this yeah this is some B team stuff here. Well, so while we get this together, how was Thanksgiving? Uh, mine mine was okay. We hosted. Just had my folks up, which is awesome. Uh, got got a lot of food. And that was about the extent of it. Nothing crazy. I don't know. And then I spent the last last three days doing the hockey, the you know, the the dad, the hockey dad stuff, which was pretty fun. We were up. Hudson's team beat a couple of double A team, three double A teams, or played three double A teams up in Champlin. And then my daughter's team won like eleven to nothing over Rochester this afternoon, and she had a goal, so that was awesome. And I don't know. That's my weekend. It's I, I soon I will be asleep nine seconds after we're done recording here i'm the the hockey thing basically you got a tournament and you're up drinking until like well i i went to bed at like 11 o'clock everybody else is up to like 1 a.m 2 a.m and then you're back and then there's always one dad that finds the bar that's open at 8 a.m on sunday because the hockey parents know that stuff and they get demand it's all it's a long weekend so so Chris Howard is saying that the kicker is. Right. That's the kicker. I know. Yep, I just saw it now. Right. I don't know why I had Kansas. Dustin had a question for you, Big D. It. Uh, thank you, Dustin. Asked my turkey made it. We had a big discussion. Uh, I had to. I did way more critical thinking on Thanksgiving before six a.m. than I wanted to because my bird refroze in the 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 garage fridge. It was way too cold. So I actually. We considered, we, we had a big uh, FCS Fans Nation discussion. I was going to maybe spatchcock it, uh, let it thaw longer. I actually just put it in frozen, cooked it. I, I ended up roasting it, did it for an extra two hours. Turned out absolutely perfect. It was fine. So thank you for asking. So it go. was funny because, you know, I slept in because I normally get up at like five. So I slept into like just before six. That's sleeping in for me. I get up. I'm on the edge of the bed, and all of a sudden, bing, off goes my phone. I'm like, what? This early in the morning on Thanksgiving Day? It was, it was you, Dallas. So I was, it was like, me. oh, well, that's an emergency. I get it. It was. <laughs> yeah. I needed some feedback. I was I was panicked. Oh, gosh. Mine was good. Uh, smoked it uh, in in the uh, Gorilla Grill, um, and that was it was really good. Turned out great. Happy with it. We just had uh, Kelsey's parents over um, and her brother over. For on Thanksgiving Day, but then we've had like three Thanksgivings now, so I'm I'm over Thanksgiving, guys. So I got to speak German, so that was fun. Hey, yeah, there my we cousin go. has a German foreign exchange student, and she was uh, quite surprised how much I knew about Germany. And she's like, "Well, it's nice to be able to talk to somebody that understands some of the things that are totally different there than here." So it was kind of <laughs> interesting. Hey, we've got a go. comment in hockey terms. This is third line. That is facts. <laughs> well, you know, thanks. Uh, Even though you're a Grizz fan, we'll put your comments up. Yeah, we're yeah. coming off the bye. Settle down, Juice Master. Yeah, All right. Pick, so. so we're going to get into the bracket a little bit here and talk about these first round games. Um, and hopefully you watch these games from Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Brookings. Uh, all the TVs, all the good food, all the good drinks that you could ever need. Um, and what a fun way to spend the day watching games. If I lived a little closer to Brookings, I would have been there for sure, um, checking out the games. So if this weekend, um, when you come to Brookings, you don't want to enjoy tailgating, head on down to Brookings for some pregame tailgating there um, at Cubby's and then come to the game. So check it out. All right. So we're going to come back to Mercer. So let's start with Duquesne and Youngstown. Um, looks like Mitch Davidson got back on track for Youngstown. Bryce Oliver had a huge game. I believe uh, set the touchdown, the career touchdown record uh, for Youngstown State. So that's that's awesome. Um, it's going to be a fun matchup with Villanova. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but Duquesne, we've seen them twice before, and it looks like they're still kind of the same old, same old program. Some good athletes, but just not the line play. So Dallas, Chad, any thoughts on that? Nope, you yeah, summed mean, it up perfectly. Yeah, it, it went as expected. And yep. I think, honestly, Youngstown has this next game, but I suppose we'll get into that later. Yeah. Hey, Chad, so you picked Richmond over NC Central. You were telling me before the game. I did, yes. Yeah. What, what, what happened in this one? 
Well, you know, Richmond just outplayed them, I guess, especially in the second half. Uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to catch the game because I was busy doing some other things. I was just kind of catching the scores. And, you know, I mean, I I just th- thought they were a better team overall, even though the record didn't really show it. And that's kind of where it ended up. So, yeah, it, it sure looks like one of those games, right, where uh, NC Central came in with a ton of emotion uh being you know trying to prove that they belonged in this coming out of the MIAC. uh but richmond just really warmed down in the second half i might outscoring them uh 35 to 7 in the second half so uh pretty insane there uh davius richard that everyone was excited right. to see with this competition uh 262 yards one td and one interception uh but also had 51 yards on the ground um but richmond really kind of passed all over them so uh yeah, just an interesting I, game there. CAA stand up. I I did. I only oh, caught God, it just he got hurt. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. What happened? Is it Richard or Richard? Uh, Richard. Yeah. Sorry. <coughs> I mean, bad. he he was. I mean, he he moved the ball. Uh, I mean, he basically was the entire offense because I mean mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't rush for much more than he had on the ground. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either. So, no, I mean, he was, he's basically when you've got an athlete of that caliber, I know who the heck was it? Somebody called out that basically other than three or four teams um, that everybody else in the country is, is going to, Oh, it's Kevin said it. Basically everybody else in the country is going to wish that was their quarterback. Right. And mm-hmm. he, I mean, he sure as heck seems like it. I mean, guy was brilliant, but yeah, especially if he goes down, which honestly I did not, uh, didn't catch the game. I apologize. But if he went down, yeah, I mean, if that's your offense, that's pretty tough. Yep. Yep. All right. Then uh, Nichols versus SIU. Um, SIU took care Wolf. of business there. They just Nichols kind of showed they didn't belong. Uh, really a balanced attack from SIU. Um, their defense played great. That that defense, I mean, that's a scary defense. I know Brennan was having some discussion with some Incarnate Word fans on Twitter. And... Uh, yeah, and he he uh, and I think they they it opened their eyes a little bit to how good the SIU defense is. But Nichols didn't belong. Um, the AQ got him in, and that's the only way. So there was some gripes though by the Southern Illinois fans on on Twitter. I saw just about the the crowd that was there must have been pretty weak. I saw some mm-hmm. pictures, and I mean, it looked like I don't know what what they announced for attendance, but I mean that thing was maybe a quarter. I mean, it looked the main the main side looked like a little under half, and the rest was pretty well empty. There there was not many humans there. Yeah, that's too bad because that's a good team. I, I like yep. Southern Illinois. I think it's a good team, and yeah. you know they were getting balanced on offense. Uh, Roe Elliott's healthy, and I think that takes some of the pressure off of Nick Baker. Um, and he played decent, didn't make any killing mistakes. So yeah. I think, uh, I think they look good going forward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. This is a nice matchup. Uh, and, and we'll see, right? Because I think it was you guys that talked about it. Maybe B-team. Um, we'll talk about SIU and Idaho in a bit here. Sorry. <laughs> so that it's going to be an interesting matchup, that one, for sure. Uh, Sac State at North Dakota. Did you guys catch any, any of this one? I did. And it looked like if UND had a defense – they didn't bother showing up for most of the game. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know how else to say it. That's pretty much what happened. I, I don't know how they beat the bison because certainly they didn't stop them guys hardly at all. Yeah. I, I don't even know how many stops they had on the day. Couldn't have been more than a fistful. Yep. I, I was talking to uh, the, the F and Hawks radio or whatever it is, or the podcast up there. And 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 they're, they're starting to question too. They they agree with me that they have the wrong personnel to play the three four defense. Like it just they don't have enough beef. You can't play a three four with a hundred or two hundred twenty five pound defensive ends. Like you, you need some big boys to keep your linebackers free there. Um, Sac State rushed for two hundred forty four yards on forty one carries, six yards per carry in that one. Um, and Caden Bennett had a nice day throwing the ball too. It looks like they finally settled in on a quarterback. Um, and Bennett got all the attempts besides the one uh, that Fulcher threw. Um, and, yeah, the sack looked good. Sack looked like maybe they figured out um, what what they wanted to be on offense now. 
Boy, I am it, looking through the play-by-play -play here, and I don't see a punt yet. Hold on. Caden <laughs> Bennett, when he ran with the ball, you know, out of out of a pass play that went awry, so to speak, that had good coverage, they could not stop him. He was hmm. just gone. I don't know. Now, I don't think anybody predicted a shootout there, but that's essentially what it was. They'd have got one or two more stops. Uh, UND could have actually pulled that one off. They kind of made a push at the end, but. I had turned the game off at that point because I had them, wrote them off as a loss. And they screwed up my bracket. Way to suck, UND. Do you deserve to be in the playoffs? You do this every year to us. Make make the make make our conference look bad. Go back to the that was guy. that was my big disappointment. Was that I mean you got just as a complete Missouri Valley mm -hmm. homer, wanted to see everybody kind of run through the first round. I see sorry, just to finish this up, uh I see two punts. By yep. sack, so crazy. Yeah. So Juice <laughs> Master was close, one punt. Yeah, missed the second one. It was probably you know because they weren't trying anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, NDSU took care of Drake in the next game as expected. Uh, was never competitive, although Drake did get off to a three. So I, I'm wondering, you know, Drake got blasted by us, blasted by NDSU, blasted by UND. They scored first against us. They scored first against NDSU. Did they score first against UND? Uh, you know, if they had the lead in all those games at one point, that'd be kind of funny. So uh, Cam Miller said, looks do you, good. Do you, do you see uh, they also made uh, North Dakota State made, made Sports Center top 10? I didn't no. see that. No. Yeah, there was a great – Miller dropped a dime along the sideline. I don't recall who the receiver was. I'm sorry, but uh, it was a hell of a play. So NDSU fans had kind of a scare. He got hurt and went out of the game, uh, but it sounds like it was just a stinger in his left shoulder. Um, Cam Miller? Yeah, Cam Miller. So kind of a scary moment there. Uh, I'm sure NDSU Nation collectively held their breath. Um, it was kind of funny. Uh, you know, the NDSU accounts all really um, talking about how Cam was balling out and – that the national media need to shut their yap and things like that. I don't think I've seen many national media folks saying Cam Miller's not good. It's their no. own fans that are saying he's not good. So Ruth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he was playing Drake to be fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. To, yeah, be, fair. to be fair. <laughs> Drake did not score until the fourth quarter against the Hawks. Ah, shoot. They did not lead that game. All right. All right. Well, they can say they're the only team to lead against SDSU and NDSU this year in the same time. Whatever. All right. Uh, Chattanooga and Austin P. So Austin P. was supposedly battling for a seed, right? And Chattanooga had a lot of people upset that they were even in this bracket, and they come away with a 24-21 to 21 win. Um, pretty crazy there. Did anyone anyone catch any of this one? I did not catch a second of it. So, I bet Dustin Helton did, but other than that, I, don't I know was just gonna say let's turn it over to. We got 132 people watching live right now, which is freaking awesome. Thank you guys. If yeah. anybody caught anything, please chime in on that game. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, Kevin probably has something to say as well. But uh, looked like quite the game. One of the one of the closer games in the bracket. So, yeah. Um, Chattanooga looked balanced on offense. Luke Schomburg passed uh, for 259 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chattanooga ran for 163. So, yeah. <laughs> Whose bracket is this? This is it. Chad's creative bracket. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, we don't really know, but Chattanooga at Furman should be interesting. We'll see. Um, All right. Lafayette at Delaware. Um, Lafayette kind of choked right in this one. They were up big yeah. Delaware. Actually, I want to, I'm going to steal one of Brennan's lines here. I'm going to start calling them Elaware because there's no D on that team right now. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Elaware comes away with a victory there. 36 to 34. So, so, so you're saying take the under in their game against Montana here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Lafayette, you know, Seemed like they just ran out of gas too. Um, Apparently, they, their quarterback got injured. Yeah, they, they were injured also. Exactly. That's what I saw on the towards the end of the game. Uh, they kept flashing to him standing with crutches on the sideline. So, yeah. 
probably would have won. I know. But yeah, Eloware versus Montana is going to be ugly, I think. So <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, this is, Darren brings up a good point. That strip fumble TD after the interception, that was cool. That was a cool play. Uh, good effort by that uh, Chattanooga wide receiver there to uh, rip the ball away from the defender and then somehow flop into the end zone. So kind of cool. It's kind of an Man. interesting thing that Tommy Schuster's brothers, the uh, backup quarterback at Lafayette, and he, he came in to fill, the, fill in when that guy got hurt. So You guys have all sorts of fun facts tonight. Jeepers. All right. Should we go back up and talk about Gardner-Webb Mercer? Let's do it. All right. So, uh, Working on I mean, it. did you guys get to watch any of this one at all? Um, Gardner-Webb Mercer. I did, and live. I still maintain that Mercer's jerseys are red. I don't understand. <laughs> it makes no Blood sense. Blood orange. Blood orange. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dallas, then, what did, what did you see on your watch of this game? <laughs> uh, I tell you what. I solid athletes. I liked Gardner Webb's quarterback. Uh, surprised there were more points scored because even though, I mean, the game, it was a, it was a defensive battle, man, it felt like one of those offenses, you know, was going to move the ball, uh, and get, get more points than what, what ended up on the board there. So 17, seven, very surprising to me. Um, I, I let, let's start defensively, uh, four, three for Mercer. I, I love their secondary. They've got an absolutely terrific safety um, that's up for the Buchanan. I thought he made some good plays. Uh, I think their linebackers fill extremely well. And I, I mean, honestly, either way, this is going to come down to uh, I'm excited for them. I respect them. Our lines on both sides of the ball are going to absolutely destroy them. And I don't think it's going to be particularly... <laughs> it's going to get ugly real quick. Uh, both the chain gang and the 605 hogs. I mean, that was my biggest takeaway. I, I, I tried to kind of look away from that because that's all I could see yeah. as I was watching, even in the first quarter was, Oh my God, these guys are going to eat. Um, because again, great athletes, good team. And actually let's back up to the, the selection show. What a feel good story, right? Getting their first playoff right. berth, first win, yeah. watching how genuinely excited those guys were. I mean, you got a team that's only been around for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, right? Like, I mean, they, I think they quit playing football in one of the world wars. I'm sorry. I don't remember which, but you know, hadn't had a team in 70 years or whatever it is only, you know, and then that they've been ranked and they break through and then the playoffs and that's awesome. But yeah, it's, it's the line play is going to separate here. Totally. Yeah. They have allowed 31 sacks this season, 31 <laughs> sacks. And they have two stud wide receivers, Ty James, Devron Harper. Yeah. Um, but they're not, the quarterback's not going to have time. PV is not going to have time to get the ball nope. out. Um, and it just, those tackles, hoofta, just the, I mean, the announcer for ESPN, I don't know if he caught that. I think he must've played at Florida state, uh, was basically making fun of like the left, <laughs> the left tackle for how he was, uh, <laughs> not kicking, not backpedaling. He was just turning right yeah, away. Yeah. And given yeah. that defensive end, just a, a really a short corner to get uh, get yeah. after the quarterback. So, yeah, yeah. it was bad. It, it's going to be that way both sides of the ball. And like, I didn't want to dive into picking on him immediately because again, they good skill, good skill position. And then let's also defensively the other point. Uh, they're they got some ball hawks in the secondary too. I think they had three picks in that game, if I yep. remember right. They had three picks half, in that right? game. Yeah, they've, yeah. Now they've got a ton of of turnovers on the year too. I think yep. their take give is is solid. So uh, it yeah, we, we can get into actually previewing the game later. But th- those are my biggest takeaways. And and I really like uh, their defensive end. Uh, that number eleven, I think, is his name. Um, Zoo. I can't think of it right now. Um, Zach Zuberai Solomon Zuberai Zuberu Zuberu Solomon Zuberu it, it, extremely athletic. Yeah. He gets depending on what I don't know what what technique he was trying to play, but he got pretty deep. Uh, to yeah. me, I'd, I'd I'd run inside that guy all day long. Yeah, I think that's when but I was yes. watching it too. It feels like a lot of inside uh, type of stuff. Let him run up the field and run himself out of the play. And yep, yeah, exactly. But great again, great athlete. You're 100 right. Yeah, on, on on passing plays, I think he's going to be someone that we're going to have to watch, right? Uh-huh. If okay. if he's not going to be more, or maybe he'll be more disciplined because he's he knows he's not going to have to, you know, he's going to have to play the run a little harder. So yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he's not an automobile. Well, what's his name? How do you say it? Zuber, Zuberu. Solomon Zuberu, I think, with a Z. <laughs> so this should be a fun one. Um, this this segment, uh, our preview here of Mercer is presented by Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. Again, um, one o'clock kick. You're going to have time to get to Culver's after the game, get some supper for the ride home. Um, you know, if the Kurterberger is still there, get it. Uh, if not, maybe get some uh, spicy buffalo chicken tenders and some fries and some root beer. That's what I'm that's what I'm going with there. And if you notice any Mercer folks that are watching, anybody from Georgia, Matt did indeed say supper. We're in the mid, we're in the upper Midwest. We are supper country. Is it not a 2 p.m. start? Nope, no, one o'clock. One o'clock, Chad. That's not what it says on the bracket, though. Well, that's you and your east east yeah. east coast uh, bias there. Oh, Jen. that's yeah. right. Good golly! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say my brain was working particularly well. Not that it ever does. <sighs> I'm so. I think Seth's telling a the joke there with the name, but I don't know. The Joe Uzuru? <laughs> Uzuru. Wow. <laughs> I just combined Subaru and Zuzu. Oh, gosh. It's Joe Dotson, okay? 2 p.m. Joe Eastern. Dotson. Yes. Thank you, Rick Jensen. Yeah. Appreciate yeah thanks, you. Rick. Uh, all right. So let's make some predictions here. Um, I'm taking right. a jack over Mercer. Well, I know, but who, who's your offensive player of the game? <laughs> Done the, who you Isaiah pick? Davis. Playoff Zay, baby. All right. It's time for playoff Zay. There we go. Same. I I can't I can't pick anybody else. I mean, yeah, you could go you could Omar say the old okay. Yeah, Omar pick pick an offensive lineman or two or something, but no, it's it's yeah, it's Zay is gonna run yeah, yeah run for a billion and he could be on the shelf middle of third quarter if we wanted, probably. And yeah. I, I hate that we're, we're probably going to make the hype video here, but. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking playoffs as well. Front on defense, but I think yeah. we still handle them. Yeah. If, if they play defense the same way that they've played against Samford and Gardner-Webb, those are the two games that I've watched on them. So, all right, defensively, I like what Garrett Garrett's doing here. Cade Tavir on defense for me. I want to choose Quentin Hicks. Can I do that? Yeah, yeah it's free country, Chad. All right. I, I'd like to see Q have a day. There you we know, go. He's playing towards the end of his career. He's been getting better and better all year. I mean, not that he was bad to start with. He just keeps getting better. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go with Cade. Yeah, but I feel like I need to pick somebody different. I don't know, Matt. <laughs> do you got you gotta, Matt? Who'd your Who'd your second? Whoever plays do? the left tackle. So yeah, that, that'd be that'd be Trevier, right? That that'd be Trevier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty hard not to take. Pretty hard not to take Trevier on that one. Yeah, um, I will. That's not interesting, but I'll take him too. All right, all right. Well, and really, you know the. I don't know if you guys saw. Did you see the long quarterback run? Right. Um, that was. That oh, I was gonna. Thank you. I was gonna bring that up. Sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to was, steal your was, thunder. Was that safety running in slow motion, or did he get caught in quicksand, or is PV just that fast? I think uh, maybe not quicksand. Uh, combination of all of those things, <laughs> though. Otherwise, that was actually 100% my favorite play of the game. That was their second touchdown, right? Yeah. Yep. So, okay. So there are times when you're watching a football game, even though you're not in the meeting rooms, you can see when something came to fruition and they saw it and they went, holy shit, here it is. That (laughs) happened on that play. Just the way that that, the the defense that they caught them in, the alignment, they motioned that guy out to the outside. So everybody that it's either watching or listening, they they didn't catch the game. They took, I I don't know if it was a slot receiver or a back or who it was, but they, they, they motioned somebody all the way, looped him to the outside out of the play um to, to to the far boundary so that you got trips to the left they fake fake uh handoff to the right everybody on the inside bit it was they, they were split out the three wideouts were real wide to the left there's this giant gap the quarterback i guarantee any of us could have run for a touchdown it wasn't a, the, the quarterbacks, but dude, it was so open. It was, but again, it was like I was excited watching it because you just know that everybody's eyes got this big because they're like, oh my god, we talked about it all week when we practiced, and here it is, and that was it. It was so cool. 
Have okay. you seen my wheels, Dallas? The lack thereof. <laughs> so okay, so Kevin Marshall says that PV did the same thing against Old Miss. Um, hmm. That's interesting. I mean, he doesn't have that many rushing yards on the season, so that's just really interesting. But I mean, he that safety from Gardner Webb just looked like he was just. Miles commented, we watched it live, and Miles like, why isn't he getting him? Like, what's, what's... <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to run faster? Just run faster. Yeah. Miles, I love that guy. Oh Whoa. gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, also, one thing to note, um, you know, as you're watching this, if you didn't watch the game, Mercer does a ton of shifts and trades with their tight ends. Um, pre-snap, they do the whole thing where their offensive line all put their hands down at the same cadence, pardon the cadence. Um, it looks, it just looks different. I mean, it reminds me of some of the stuff we did in middle school. Uh, but I mean, it's a, I was going to say high school and then I didn't, cause I'm like, I don't want to be insulting, but you beat me. No, too. no, no. It's, it just, it, <laughs> it, and it does. I mean, it kind of is like a, you know, Old especially school. if an offensive line, that's not as strong, maybe it just, I don't know, gives them some, uh, uh, routine i don't know i don't I, yeah <laughs> it does and, and it depends if you're not used to it i mean you can get a penalty or two out of that sure if you're lucky just some of the different uh yeah some of the different games there yeah so i don't know yeah they were shifting old linemen around they have some big tight ends uh that 85 is a, is a good looking tight end um i don't know his stats on the year but he looks the part that's for sure so oh man <laughs> I wanted different teams, and now now that we have a different team to learn about, I'm not prepared to talk about it yet. So, yeah, <laughs> hey, life happens. Yeah, yeah, right. All, All right, right. You'll so have predictions, in your guys. Game preview, won't you? So, oh yeah, game preview will be ready and good tomorrow. Um, I like us in the 40s. Okay, uh, I'm thinking 42, 42, 21. I think they get a couple and get one late. Okay. Ooh, that is <clears throat> 42-7. And I'm thinking like 38-7. So I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're having we're having Steve Anderson call for a butter burger. Ooh, Steve. Oof. We haven't got one all year. <clears throat> well, Drake. Drake, I guess. <laughs> that's that's why I said, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mercer may not score. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They have they have enough talent. Like they could break one. You know, if if our secondary has a miscommunication or something like that. Really, I'm, and like you said, they got some studs on on the backside on defense. You know, all they have to do is catch it right, and pick six is not out of the out of the question there. So, so I, I yeah. wonder. You know, was. Just again, their defense doesn't make a ton of sense to me because Gardner Webb did connect on some deep shots down the sideline, you know. And if the quarterback had put a better ball out there, it felt like potentially it could have, you know, maybe gone for a home run or so. I don't know. I it just they they didn't have a ton of safety help on some of those deep shots. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It wasn't safety help. The the receivers, at least the, the plays, I don't know that I, I necessarily saw every single play of the game, but the deep shots that I saw, they could create some separation, uh, uh, we'll call it horizontally, right? Like they, they could create enough room to catch the ball, but they weren't, you know, releasing to the point where they were just going to outrun the corner. Sure. At least the and what, what I saw. I don't know if they necessarily had the speed to do that. Sure. Um, but no, it... Do you want to get? Should we get deeper into the into kind of a breakdown or the what yeah, we think the game's gonna? Yeah, if you'd like. If not, I'm ready to move on to the next. Uh, yeah, next. <laughs> Go ahead, Dal. <laughs> the next games. <laughs> well, I had a few. Well, the thing the the stuff that I wanted to, I guess, maybe talk about, kind of previewing the game coming up, was what I the things that I took out of it were. So again, talented athletes. The lines just don't stack up yet. That's kind of a broken record thing that you're always going to hear out of the Missouri Valley anyway. That. Uh, if I'm Mercer, I think that they've got the opportunity, like, if you're going to do anything, you're going to have to connect on a bunch of three, four, five, six-yard passes and just mm -hmm. repeat over and over and over. Spread everybody as wide as you can, figure it out, get the ball out of your hand before Trevere, before Quit, before, you know, Hicks. Any of those people can get, you know, get to your quarterback. They're in the face. So that's the first thing I'd do. If you can be successful with that, 
you know, early. And I don't even think you can do anything like a screen because I think they're going to be on top of them too quick. So it's got to be just a bunch of slants, ends quick, release the tight end, you know, move people around, like you said, try to get those matchups, find a seam and just get the dink and dunk down the field. And I think if you do that, you can possess the ball for a while and they can keep it within reason. And then on the flip side, to me, defensively, Again, we've talked about they've got some ball hawks they can do that. They're also not afraid to zero blitz. They're not afraid to send people. But if they do that, man, they better. It's going to have to be right. Because if you get a Yankee one-on-one with mm-hmm. one of those corners, zero chance either one of them is getting tackled. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that's uh, I think the, that to me is the two keys that uh, Mercer absolutely can make this a ball game uh, if they're tuned up. And we've seen it right. They're excited. This is a big deal for them. Huge win for the program. Congratulations last week. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what they can do. Yeah. So let's just go through their schedule. I should have probably done this before um, and, and just gone through this on the air when we were talking about them right away. Uh, opened with a win over North Alabama and then got the brakes beat off them by Ole Miss. 73 to 7, uh, beat Moorhead State, lost to Furman 38 to 14 um, at the end of September there, and then beat VMI, beat ETSU, and then lost to Chattanooga 22 to 10, beat Wofford 31 17, beat Western Carolina in overtime, or in a, straight up 45 to 38, uh, crushed the Citadel. Um, Mercer then beat Samford. That's one of the games I watched, 28-21. to That was another ugly game. And then they beat Gardner-Webb 17-7 this last week. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about these guys. I mean, they have good players. I just don't think they're a complete team, and I don't think their lines are going to hold up. I mean, that's the – yeah. And, and Kevin's right. The SoCon has good receivers and corners. Absolutely. But it's going to come down to the trenches in this one, and we have some of the best <laughs> in the said, country. He says we love those twins. They have some good we receivers do. and corners. 100%. Yet, one, yes, I do. Uh, two, it's. I'm not saying that, that they are – now, now I feel like anything I was going to say is going to insult them. I'm not saying that they're necessarily going to torch people up the seam. I'm saying that one-on-one – my God, they're hard to tackle. I don't think that those guys, most of them have a chance one-on-one. I mean, they, they're they built like linebackers, right? I mean, they are. I They they don't go down real easy. If you if you catch their feet, you can tackle them, of course. I, I, you can't run without your feet, but if you're just trying to <laughs> upper body tackle them, you're going to bounce off nine times. I want that on a shirt. You can't feet, run right? without your feet. You're welcome. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Unless you have blades for legs, anyway. <laughs> then don't shoot into my bathroom, please. Chad? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to some other games here. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Villanova Youngstown. Who are you guys taking in that one and why? Well, Youngstown, because I think they're just the better team overall, honestly. I'd, yeah, I they've had a lot of close games where they maybe should have won, and we've seen vanilla. <laughs> wow, Van- <laughs> vanilla, <laughs> vanilla. I'm sorry, I'm struggling today. <laughs> we've seen Villanova coming to Brookings, and um, you know we're ready to be impressed and never quite got there. And I don't know that this mm-hmm. team's as good as those teams were. Yep. I think their league's just not all that this year potentially, and I think. I think Youngstown handles business, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, dude. No, I, I just, I, you know, I, I did pick Villanova in my original bracket here over Youngstown. Um, but Youngstown looked good. I mean, they uh, just, you know, with, with Davidson getting back on track and just the balance they have on offense, that could give Villanova some fits. Um, you know, the one thing, Villanova's quarterback, I'm just seeing here, passed for 2,300 yards this season, um, 19 touchdowns. If you're going to beat Youngstown, you got to pass the ball. Um, and that secondary kind of stinks. So, you know, it, I don't know. It's it's at Villanova, but is it really a home field advantage? Are games there tough? I don't recall when we were there, you know, a couple of years ago with Old Doken. So. Interesting comment here by Youngstown. He says, "Ys or Y Town, excuse me. YSU is three and zero versus Villanova in the playoffs and three hmm. games 
decided by one point, three points, three points. So he figures it'll come down to a field goal either way. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind bringing Youngstown back to Brookings, but I'd love to bring Villanova here I too. I just I like to see new teams in the playoffs. Nothing against Youngstown, but yeah. I think Youngstown gives us more fits if they come to Brookings than Villanova might because you know they see us every year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exact exact same take. I I'd like to see a different team just for the heck of it. I think Youngstown's probably the, the the better team in this matchup here. Um, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I'm not convinced Villanova can move the ball based on who they played this year. Yep. And and I think Sam Herter had some stats though about seeded teams and the records over the last couple of years. Um, it, it's the seeded teams that have the buy and the rest uh, have done pretty well the last few years, if I recall yeah. correctly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Want to scroll scroll down, Chad? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry. You're okay. All right. Richmond right. versus Albany. Dun, dun, dun. Interesting. I picked Albany in this one. I like I like their defense. Yeah, Albany's been playing real well. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the just general FCS brain trust has been on Albany just about all year. I haven't watched a ton of them, but I mean, I got to think that they're, they're going to roll here. I mean, they, they thumped, uh, they would have played, obviously played Villanova. I think they thumped them pretty good, didn't they? Yeah. So, so Albany did beat Villanova 31 to 10. There it is. Um, and, and they beat William and Mary real bad 24 to eight. So, you know, they, other than that, I don't think they've, Yeah. They didn't uh, obviously they didn't play each other this year, or else that'd be a good indicator for us. But they did not. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Head to end results do, is a good indicator, Matt. I do, I do love their mascot, the Great Danes. That's pretty cool. I can't get behind that. Yeah, I like the or the fighting Scooby Doo's as Dustin Hope would say. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think I think Albany. We're all on that. So. All right, Idaho SIU. Let, I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, you know, SIU, um, like our offense is very similar to what Idaho runs. I believe Brendan and Borg bought this up, um, or was it the B team? I forget. But, you know, what Eck wants to do is get the ball in his athletes' hands, right? With a lot of those quick screens, um, you know, bubble screens, things like that, that, that we've seen before. And SIU has the athletes on the outside on the boundary um, to stop that. And they're good tacklers. So um, I don't know. I I really do like SIU in this one, but I, you know, that's who I ended up picking in my bracket. Um, Idaho is still kind of new to this playoff stuff. Um, And yeah, I think, I think even with the cross country flight, this is my upset for this round is SIU. And I want to see Idaho and Brookings so bad, but I, I'm I'm inclined to to go with you there, but I think I'm I'm gonna pick Idaho just because I would like to see them win. Uh, this is I'm gonna go with a probably a five point game at most. I I don't think that uh, it certainly isn't gonna be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see just how how a team that's that's kind of new to success uh, here, uh, the Idaho. Right? We know that X a good coach. We know that that he brings a lot of interesting things offensively. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm just, I'm curious to see, you know, how they can, how they handle a, a Missouri Valley team coming in at such a streaky team too, right? Like how often do we talk about what, what Southern mm-hmm. Illinois team is going to show up Yeah, because we just don't know, but you know, they, they are somebody that, you know, they get backed into a corner. I, I think historically they're a very tough, uh, tough playoff team. They're tough out. So no, I, you're not. I don't. You're not wrong, or you're not uh, too far off base picking him, picking the upset here. But I'm, I'm going Idaho just because I want to see him come yeah. to Brookings. Rev, this has been in my mind ever since I, you know, when I started filling up my bracket too. Um, but I just can't get out of my head how SIU's defense looked against us, um, and they looked damn good. Like they, they matched up really well with us. Um, and the, but then that same team got the doors blown off them by NDSU up in Fargo. So. Yeah. It's to me, it's still, you've got a team with a ton of transfers 
that you know you you compare athlete to athlete, right? You 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 put send them out, send everybody out to run forties and bench press and and yeah. and long jump, and you know they're going to compete with absolutely everybody. But you know, can they come together as a team and do what needs to be done? And we just we we don't see them gel on a consistent basis, but they they yep. can beat anybody. Yep. Okay, so Kevin Marshall asks, should he go to NDSU at Montana State? What? Yeah. Or should he go to SIU in Idaho? What's everyone I think? say go to the Kibbe Dome. And what I want to point out is the youth on the offensive line at Idaho is something that can be a factor for them and has been. They've lost some games this year. They really shouldn't, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. And for me, that makes me doubtful. Like you, Dallas, I'd love to see him in Brookings because I think uh, <laughs> I think there's a little revenge factor there, uh, you know. So uh, y- you know what I'm saying. And uh, SIU, you know, them guys are them guys. Them guys could be dangerous, you know. They got, mm-hmm. as Stone would say, they got all the talent on the back end. They got the athletes that nobody can hang with, but uh, I, they got a, they got a stud wide receiver and a stud quarterback. Uh, you know, there was some question as to whether or not. And Giovanni McCoy is healthy, hundred uh, um, percent. That that would be a factor as well, you yep. know, for me. But uh, I think I got to pick the 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 Karen dogs on this one. <laughs> Ooh, Karen all right. dogs! All right, Malone. All right, hold, hold on here. We got anybody yep. else want to chime in and answer Kevin's question here? So Kevin, uh, you oh, know, sure. fan fans fans nation radio, uh, FCS uh, radio. He wants to know if he's going to go to NDSU at Montana State or SAU at Idaho. So anybody that cares to vote, we got a couple come in here. Go ahead and vote in the comments. We'll read them off and let them know. Yeah. At FCS Nation Radio 1. Why don't you just put up a Twitter poll, dude? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just All trying right. to involve. I'm just trying to involve. <laughs> I, I think the Kibby Dome would be fun to go with once and – you know, go over and 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 get obnoxiously drunk with Chris. Or yeah, right. Get obnoxiously drunk. <laughs> with but he's but he's been there to quite a few games this year, right? Because he's always posting pictures from the corner club or whatever. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'd go to Idaho because I've never been there. But there yeah, we go. Me too. All right. Uh, so next up, we have uh, Sacramento State at USD. Um. What are we thinking in this in the Carson Campbell? What are we going with? <laughs> the Carson Campbell. <laughs> I would love giant meteor for the win. <laughs> I would love to see Sac State win in front of the three hundred fans that show up. Um, I know it's gonna it's you know they're new to this. It's it's gonna be a rough crowd for everybody. You know I don't think we're gonna have a giant crowd either. So yep. go ahead, take pot shots at our attendance as well, but. At least we play football on outside as God intended, um, and not in a giant waste facility, waste treatment facility. I think, <laughs> I think it'll be interesting. But boy, Sack looked, but Sack looked good against UND, who played at USD tight. Yeah. But, but the strength of USD at this point has been their defense, right? So that kind of goes against the track meet style game that Sac State played versus uh, yeah. the Undies. So I don't know. I really want to see Sac State win because I just don't like just South Dakota. <laughs> um, and and yeah, I'm willing. I'm willing to put my college rivalry pettiness on on full display. Not not as much a rivalry as the other one, but you know, still. There's some old stuff there. So as as much as I'd like to to join you there, I I don't. Sac State just nothing has impressed me all year, outside of the you know the start to the season with with the win uh, there with um, Stanford. But um, I yeah I'm gonna go. I gotta go USD by nine points probably. I just I don't coming off of a bye. They're at home again. At home, don't have to travel. I don't think it's going to be an explosive game either way. USD's got a defense. I, I think they win by a couple scores. Yeah, and what what kind of tips the scale for me is uh, UND rushed for 221 yards. You know, Gavin Zebarth uh, had 96 yeah. yards, a 5-3 average, and two touchdowns. Uh, Travis Tice is a way better running back 
and their offensive lines better than UND's in my opinion. So um, I think USD is going to control the ball, run down the field on them. Um, we'll see if Sac's offense can can score some points again this week. So um, yeah, I think uh, I think USD's got this one. You know, Dustin, uh, USD hasn't had offense a lot in the second half of the year, but their running backs are really good at the beginning of the year. So if they can get going, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Matt's pointing out. And Tice does run different than than Z-Barth. He's more of a a, a, a pound dude because he, he's a big dude, right? And, and Z-Barth Tice is, is yep, little. Yep. Yeah, and Tice is a little. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, I think that he can have success. Yeah, they're both physical runners. That's my point. Like Tice is a physical runner, even for a small guy. So, small yeah. Guy. And Isaiah Smith, too. I mean, he had nine carries for 81 yards, nine-yard average. So, uh, it didn't really matter who UND put in there. They were getting yards. Ooh, here you go. Here it is, Matt. Uh-oh. There it is, right there. I'll put tacos on this one. All right. How many I'll tacos are we talking? How many tacos? We got to we got to come up with well, a number. I mean, it's going to be down in Frisco. I'll bet I'll bet 5 tacos, 3 for me, Ooh, 2 for my wife. Good. So, yeah. Down in Frisco there. <laughs> oh, you're confident. There yeah. you go, Dustin. You taking the five taco bet? Then uh, <laughs> five tacos. There is a really good taco joint just like down down the like boardwalk from the local. So. All right, deal, Rev. Deal, perfect. <laughs> All right, next game: uh, Montana State at NDSU. This is the one where we want the giant meteor, right? <laughs> I was yeah. say, uh, <laughs> you said at NDSU. Wrong. Oh, sorry. Jeepers, so used to that. Yeah. All right. Dallas, you talk on this one first then. Oh, I don't want to. We took my giant meteor bit, and that's all I had for this one. I <laughs> I don't know. God, Here's I would... what I think. If Please. Montana State figures it out and plays more of Chambers as a quarterback. Not going to happen. I don't think so either. I, I don't <laughs> get it. I mean, we have their fans in, in our mentions saying that, you know, he fades. Well, it's the end of the year. Let him fade. He's done well all year for what little he's played. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, he just has dirty pictures of somebody on his phone <laughs> or something. I don't really get it. I mean, what that last game, I, I'm really struggling to get what Montana did to Montana State out of my head uh, right. in, the, in the last week of the regular season there, especially with how Cam Miller – and uh, Cole Payton are running the ball from the quarterback position right now. Um, and, and Cal Cam's passing it, too. We can't take that away from him right now. Oh, it is, 100%. You've, you've got one team that is uh, – I'm trying to the, – the mirror on my screen is screw, screwing me up here. But you've got one team that's going up and to the right, and mm-hmm. the other one is going down and to the right. I, I, I don't know how you could possibly not I'm, – I'm sorry, Parlay. I don't know how – Anybody could take Mon- Montana State in this, looking at the way these these two teams have played at the end of the season, and it kills me to say that I am the the most anti North Dakota State fan there is. Uh, <laughs> God, the rivalry is so yeah. fun, but yeah, I admit they're they're playing well. I don't know how you pick against them. <sighs> yeah, Montana Gosh. State gets what three points for home field advantage, and I just don't think that's enough. NDSU's been playing well, and. I mean- yeah, how cool would it be if NDSU lost twice to USD, and then you know we end up oh. molly whopping them later? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't understand the molly whopping that uh, Montana put on Montana State either. Other than Montana State's ran out of gas at the end of the year, or we were just not playing that well at the first game. I mean, we all kind of thought that, right? That we didn't play, we played not great at all in that game, and still came mm-hmm. away with a win. Luckily, because of review, whatever you want to say about that, it was the right call in the end. But, yep, yeah, it. Uh, I mean, the. I'm curious what uh, Mister Mister yeah. Lowney's thinks about this. I mean, obviously he's picking his cats, but I, I want to know why. Like, what's your reasoning? Well, I think the home field advantage. It's going to be loud in there. We know Ooh. that that atmosphere is electric. It um, is, and and NDSU. I mean, they came. To Brookings, uh, they handled the noise well. Um, but other than that, like the Lair Center, they looked awful. Um, and really, they didn't look good on the road against us either. So, I mean, that's a good reason right there. I'm taking Montana State right there. So, there you go, okay. Maddie. I, I, I would like to see Montana State win, but I, I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, Kevin. Kevin says, "Who in, who has NDSU been playing?" I, sure. I again. I, I just. It's fair. It's, you can't yeah, you can't fair. apologize for the performance that they put on the field the last few weeks and that that they played who they played, and it sure looks like a team that's getting it together at the right time to me. Yeah, but they, I mean, shoot, they blew the doors off Southern Illinois. They were up big against you and I, even though their defense did give up a lot of points and a lot of yards to you and I, um, even with, uh, you know, them just continuing to make mistakes, throw interceptions, just to be a mess, you and I was. So, all right, I'm going with Montana State. That's my pick here. All right, Furman and Chattanooga. (laughs) What do we know? What do we want? What do we want? Well, Furman was apparently one win away from getting the two seeds, so they're supposed to be a salty team. But did their because their quarterback got hurt, right? Is he back? Should be back, wasn't it? That's what they were saying. That that was the understanding that I had. Yeah. And in that case, I think I'm taking Furman. I'd f you all day. Uh, Let's go purple. (laughs) Huff, right? Yeah. Huff, Huff. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. same. Go, going with the purple. Uh, I did not catch the game last week. I will watch it this week, 100. percent Be flipping back and forth, or watch the replay, whatever. But um, <clears throat> excited to see what they bring because this is a conference. They were one and two, right? Yep. yep I believe. Yep, so, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you had conference matchup, familiar teams. Yeah. G- give me purple. And, and Furman did beat them 17 to 14 in early November here, November fourth. Uh, so. Um, that's something to pay attention to. Uh, did, did Huff play in that one? Not sure. Mr. FCS so. nation radio, uh, KP Marshall here says Huff's supposed to play and the chat quarterback probably will not. So got to think that's yeah. a factor. Yeah. You got to think Furman takes that one then. So, yeah. All right. Next game, Montana versus Elaware. What are we thinking? <laughs> I mean, Give me the Grizz. I don't think the fight in Joe Biden's get it done on, on the road here, even if they get a private plane uh, from, I don't know, the owner of the Patriots or whatever they flew with. <laughs> yeah, one. right. Um, yeah. That's, yeah give, that's... Me, give me the Grizz and the under. Don't even care what the line is. Yeah, Grizz are going to smash them. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, one of the beat writers for Hero Sports um tweeted during the game that it was time for Delaware to replace Manny Hernandez as defensive coordinator. And a lot of the players and former players of Delaware, like reacting strongly to that. Mm. Um, So he kind of put him in an awkward spot. Uh, That's why you don't tweet when you're angry or upset, I guess. Um, So, yeah, but that defense, Montana is going to just crush them. We've seen Delaware in the playoffs. Uh, They, their defense stinks. So, yeah. Delaware, they will do it again and not have any D. So we're all going Montana on that one, right? Yeah. Yep. Hey, and so all of those predictions there were brought to you by Jackrabbit Central. Hopefully on Friday you got to enjoy the Black uh, Friday deal there. Uh, If you missed it and you're still looking for your Christmas gift, uh, get to jackrabbitcentral.com or this weekend or whenever you get to Brookings, stop in the downtown location or the student union location to pick up your Christmas items. Uh, I know my kids and my wife have definitely picked a few things out this year uh, that they absolutely love, um, you know, and going to have that gear stocked up and ready to go uh, for a deep playoff run. And hopefully we'll get to see it down in Texas. So, yeah. And like Steve Anderson says, cyber deals start at midnight. So this could be your last chance. Cause I don't think they do touchdown Tuesday in the playoffs. do they? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, we should have checked with that. Shoot. All right. Um, so this weekend, um, tailgating, right, starts at 8 a.m., bright and early. Um, it's going to be decent weather, uh, 40, 40 degrees, 42 degrees, better than last year, at least for the playoff game. Um, I thought it was interesting that Mercer and Gardner Webb game, you know, players from both sides were all wearing sleeves. And I think it was 60 degree <laughs> weather down there. So. That 40-degree weather is going to hit a little different. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the wind forecast is supposed to be. Um, 10, that 10 to 20. Difference. Oh, that's pretty light. Yeah. I mean, for them it may not be, but for us it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Darren says bring your cowbells. Yep, those are always fun in the playoffs. So um, tailgating, book club, Chad doesn't know what they're having. 
Uh, we're just doing some chilling beer. at our spot. Lots so. of beer and pudding shots. Hey, there we go. Bring your bring your dollar bills. Get a pudding shot. Donate to Alex's lemonade stand if you haven't already. And uh, we've raised raised a, a couple hundred bucks both both weekends. So that's been fun. Uh, I'm getting some flack from the uh, from Ben's crew. Him and Jesse Royston say I don't put enough uh, rum chata in the mix, but. Yep. I told them they can pay for the extra half a case. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I, I did see that's another thing too. That time that time thing is interesting for the Idaho game. Uh, yeah. Mr. MP. Yeah, 10 o'clock Eastern kickoff for Idaho versus SIU. It, how great is that for a football fan though? To be able to watch that. Oh yeah. You no, know, yeah. we'll, we'll get to watch late night football, which is great. I, I do like that. Yep, for sure. Dallas, we will not be seeing you this weekend, you said? Nope, nope. Uh, kids got out-of-town stuff, so. All right. Well, good. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Had 140 people for most of the show, uh, so that's awesome. Thanks to everyone uh, from outside of the SDSU fan base that joined us. Um, you know, we're still learning as fans ourselves about these other programs. Uh, look forward to learning more here the next couple of weeks. So uh, please like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff that you always do. Uh, and really appreciate your support. Um, with that, go big, go blue, go, go Jacks, Jacks, buddy. Jacks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks.